Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a crowd podcast. Quiz Chat Repeat, the UK's only and therefore best daily quiz podcast. Every episode, we ask a different person 12 questions for a maximum of 15 points. Let's get quizzing. Hello, I'm Makita Oliver and it's TV and Film Wednesday. Joining me for the next five days is blogger, personal trainer. She's also an author, the lovely Alice Living. Welcome, Alice. Hello. <laughs> a little bit about Alice. Uh, she loves going to the theatre, loves to eat a Sunday roast and loves a musical. Alice, two of them we haven't been able to do. So are you just like mainlining roasts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I'm trying to chat. Like, you know when you try and get your brain into gear? It's all these, uh, like, the questions are just tough. Mm. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully my, some elements of musical theatre knowledge will come in handy now. Okay. Question number one. On what street is the soap opera Neighbours set? <laughs> Come on. I know, I know. Oh. No, you're joking. Something way. Um, oh, my God. I genuinely, I've never watched Neighbours in my life. I don't think you need to. I think as British people, this street is ingrained into our minds. Is it? Am I just a complete, like, ah. anomaly? Well, how old are you, Alice? Darling, Alice. I'm 27. Mm, I think you might be too young for the neighbors being the neighbor street being ingrained into your mind. I just never. I've never watched neighbors, and I've never sort of. I've never even discussed it with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I just think of Kylie when I think of neighbors. Like, I just knew that she was on it, mm. but I can't think of like the street. That's fine. Um, I, I love you saying I haven't even discussed it with anyone. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you? Like guys, no neighbors. What street was it on? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Correct answer is Ramsey Street. Everyone Ramsey over thirty street. now screaming that at you. Screaming. I know. This is the thing. I'm sure people at home are thinking, "Oh my god, you didn't even know that." No, I'm sure every other twenty-seven-year-old's like, "Where?" <laughs> okay, question number two. What is the name of ITV's channel dedicated to reality and unscripted shows? Oh, um, ITVB. Absolutely correct. ITVB. Question number three. What was the sequel to the 2003 comedy film Bruce Almighty? Oh, I think I know this. Is it Evan Almighty? Absolutely correct. The correct answer. Yeah. Evan Almighty. Question number four. The 1927 film The Jazz Singer was the first to include what feature? Was it... Um, this is a guess because I don't know. But was it in colour? Oh, Incorrect. No. I'm afraid the correct answer was that it was in sound. Sound. Oh, it was going to be one of those two. First oh. sound. It was dubbed. Uh, is it the original talkie? The original talkie film. Question number five. In what year was La La Land mistakenly announced as the winner of the Best Picture Oscar? Ooh, that's a good question. So, um, it wasn't 2020. I think that was 2019. Or eight. No. Don't say that answer. 
2018. <laughs> um, okay, it's incorrect, but it was lovely to be in your mind and workings out because it's 2017. 17. Oh, no. Because so I didn't go back that far. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. So close. Question number six. Let's do this, Alice. In Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which mm-hmm. dwarf was the leader? Oh, um... Who's in charge? Is it Doc? Is that his name? Absolutely correct. It is Doc. Oh, great. All right. Question number seven. In the 90s thriller, The Fugitive, which law enforcement agency was chasing Harrison Ford's character, Dr. Richard Kimball? So this is where I... um... I wish I'd seen that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to guess law enforcement agency. I'm going to guess, I'll go the CIA. Okay, it's incorrect. The correct answer was the US Marshals. Oh, Slightly God. more niche gang. Yeah. Question number eight. In 2020, who joined the Great British Bake Off team as a co-presenter? Oh, um... Was it Matt Lucas? Absolutely correct, Matt Lucas. And didn't he do a good job? Oh, he's lovely. Yeah. You just want to hug him. Yes. <laughs> Question number nine in your TV and film Wednesday, Alice Living. Which UK actress played Tina McIntyre in Coronation Street, Tracy Shawcross in Ordinary Lies, and Lance Corporal Georgie Lane in Argyle? That is um, Michelle Keegan. Correct answer is Michelle Keegan. I love Michelle Keegan. I love her. Her Women's Health cover, the, I think it was a couple of months ago, was just unreal. Big time. I was like, get me into the gym. Literally. <laughs> I think I did skip after I saw that. <laughs> All right, question number 10. Your final three questions in this TV and film Wednesday. In 2016, Leonardo DiCaprio finally won an Oscar for the film The Revenant. He's had five other nominations to date. Can you name one of those films for one point? Okay. Um, oof. I should really know this. Um, okay, I'm gonna. These aren't answers. I'm gonna go through some films. Okay. My first thought was Titanic. My second thought was. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether he got one for The Great Gatsby a nomination. But he was really good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, other films. Something is telling me that he didn't get one for Titanic. That is correct. That is correct. He did not get one for Titanic. He did not get one. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Take that <laughs> off your list. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other films that he's been in. It's always these moments where like, it, my brain just goes blank. Um, and all you can see is The Great Gatsby. Yeah. And all I can see is The Great Gatsby, which also isn't one. Um, correct. It is not. Oh, gosh. I... I'm going to have to, like, completely fail on this. You're going to kick yourself. You are. I know, I really am. What? There's like a... Oh, I'm so... Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pass. Sorry. Okay, no, no, don't you apologise. So but, so what are... The first one is What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which he's just so... Just astounding in. Uh, in 1994, he was nominated for an Oscar. The Aviator in 2005, where he played Howard Hughes. Uh, Blood Diamond in 2007. Yeah. The Wolf of Wall Street, he was nominated. Oh, of course. In 2014. And then in 2020, he was nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I don't think anyone remembered that because we weren't really looking oh, at the Oscars. of course. Okay, but yeah, I've only seen one of those films, so that's where my my um, excuse lies. There you go. <laughs> Question number 11. For two points, Alice, uh, you'll like this. Can you name two of the four leading ladies from Sex in the City? Samantha 
and um Oh my god, I've had this question before. I do watch Sex City, but their names always go. Um, Samantha, can you uh, not carry? Absolutely, Samantha and Carrie. Can you not give me surnames? Um, Samantha. Um, oh uh, no! Oh my god! I know. I've not been a massive fan of it. I've actually only really got into Sex City recently. No, we don't um, even. We don't even need them. I just really. I just. Uh, I just assumed everyone knows every the surnames of every character in that. But you are new to Sex in the City. Yeah. Car- um. For some reason, Carrie's. No, I can't think. I can't think of their second name. Sorry. No problem. So it's uh, Carrie Bradshaw, Samantha Bradshaw, Jones. Yes. Charlotte Brent- York. Yeah. And Miranda Hobbs. I actually can't Miranda. say their names in an English accent. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So, yeah, some, um, Carrie Bradshaw is the most obvious one. I can't believe I didn't know that. <laughs> Honestly, there's going to be people at home being like, who is this Who is girl? this crazy what person? Who doesn't know Carrie Bradshaw's <laughs> All right, final question for 12. Sorry. Question number 12 for three points. Can you name three songs from the original soundtrack of the musical Alice? Chicago. Yes. Um, so um, the first one is um, Razzle Dazzle. Beautiful. Absolutely on my list. Can you name two others? The for second the- one is um, Nowadays. Well, yep, absolutely. Nowadays. And Correct. the third one is... Um, when you're good to mama. When you're good to mama. All on my list. Of course, you know this, but you could have also had funny honey, all that jazz. Yeah. There's so many clothes. Yeah, yeah, you tell yeah. me some more. Go on. Sorry, I was gonna say Roxy, but the only one I didn't guess because I can't remember what it, exactly what it's called. I think it's called Cell Block Tango, but I think it also has another name. It's absolutely called Cell Block Tango. Oh, is it? Okay, good. Fine. <laughs> and of course we have Mr. Cellophane. I mean, there's quite a lot of crazy names in this, but you did absolutely beautifully. Three points. And your score at the end of your TV and Film Wednesday is 10 points. Beautiful. Nice. I'm proud of that. We'll talk you through your points after this break, Alice. Welcome along to a brand new podcast called 21st Century Football, a complete guide. Well, so far that is. This podcast is all about celebrating the best of the world's most beautiful game, but only if it happened in the 21st century. This series is all about championing the greatest footballers of the last 20 years. Each week we'll have a variety of hosts, including YouTube stars, Statman Dave, Stephen Trice. Got that underwear range. You've got a pair on now, haven't you, Stephen? No, no. I soiled mine this morning. (laughs) And myself, Will Brazier, will also feature radio legend Adam Brown. Find us on your regular podcasting sites, as well as our brand new YouTube channel. Search 21st Century Football. It sound right, boy. Ten points today, 23 points for the week. You said you wanted to come back stronger today and you, oh my God, didn't you just? (laughs) I'm proud. I'm so happy that I've at least got a half decent round in me. I think that all we need to do is just do some very specialist musical quizzes with you and we'll have a great time. The Leonardo DiCaprio one's annoyed me. I can't believe I didn't know that. And the Sex in the City, to be honest. But anyway. They'll stay with you for about a week. They'll stay with me, yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about musicals that you actually do. That's a subject that you do love and you do have a plethora of knowledge about. So how many musicals have you actually seen live? Do you know? Oh, God, so many. I mean, yeah, so I trained in musical theatre, so... When I was at college, we did like Legally Blonde. I was in, um, and I saw um, uh, the great. The, uh, no, it's called the Hot Mikado. They did. What else did we have? Wow, um, okay. Did you play? Um, 
What's Reese Witherspoon's character in? Elle Woods. Elle. Did you play Elle? I did. Ooh, Atlas. Yeah. That role. was quite exciting. We did The Addams Family. I mean, loads. And then I've been to see in the theatre. Like, there's so much. Like, London and the West End is just so good for theatre. I mean, you can't yeah. really beat it, apart from Broadway, maybe. But, um, yeah, just the shows there are amazing. Is that something you're really looking forward to when, when our worlds start to open up again to return? 100%. To yeah. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll be at the theatre, like, hopefully every weekend. <laughs> See, I'm not a massive musical person, but I do, when I hear someone talk about how much they love them, I do think of the ones that I love. So what are your, what's your all-time favourite musical? Which one could you just watch over and over I think it's okay not to love musicals and I also think um the thing that I'd say with that is I think there really is something for everyone but it's about finding the right one like there's lots of new modern sort of jukebox musicals like and Juliet oh yeah which are much more like poppy and current so I think definitely try one of those yeah um, but my personal favorite um which was the first musical I remember seeing and being like oh my god I love this and I want to do this as a job is um Wicked Oh, yes. It was a really famous musical. Um, and yeah, it's been in town for years now, but it's still so special. People do talk about Wicked. Like, really, they really talk about it. Like, it's actually a very special production. And, um, and you know, it's a massive, massive hit. So I do, yeah. I do understand. There is something about Wicked that really draws people in. I do hear people mm. discuss it often. Mm. All-time favourite musical, Wicked. Thank you very much, Alice. Thank you for today, your TV and Film Wednesday. That was Quiz Chat Repeat. You can follow us at Quiz Chat Repeat. We'll be back tomorrow. But here's a connector question for everyone at home listening. Your third one of the week. There's a connection between all the answers, and then I'll tell you them on Friday's episode. Your clue today is... A popular sport originating in 15th century Scotland. A popular sport originating in 15th century Scotland. Tomorrow is the quiz of your life. We'll see you then. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.